Welcome to our Panini. This is our Tova Best. Parshas Lech Lecha. We spoke in the first audio about what people have been feeling this week, which is a sense of, uh, where am I going in life? And we, we, we talked about why. No, Ella Arta Shara Eka. But, but now what we want to do is, So, I'm sorry, we're going back to what we said. We want to explore now the question of not where am I going, where are we going in life? Avram Avinu is our father, Avram Avinu. But more, what is Lech Lecha as a preparation for, we, we know where Avram Avinu went. He didn't know where he was going. But we know because we read the story in the Parsha. So, he was told, you'll find out when you get there. But we already know. He ended up in the land of Israel. Which means that we end up this week in the land of Israel. But you don't get there. Whatever the land of Israel means for us, we don't get there unless we go through Lech Lecha. That seems to be the, that seems to be the, the series of steps. Lech Lecha is the way to get to Eretz Israel. And we'll, we'll look into for a few minutes, what is my personal Eretz Israel? And what is the actual land of Israel? What, what are these things? Why do I need to be there? And why can't I just go? You know, why do I have to go through this process of being commanded from above to leave behind everything that is familiar to me? So, here in the Sikha, the Rebbe is saying that after Mat and Taira, the Yavite of Lechlecha is a preparation, um, for a higher level of, of, of Tyra. Um, and also, as we said, to go into the land. So, what, why is it Shayach now, the story in our Parsha about Avram going away, out of Artucha and Ela Artusher Eka? And this question is even stronger. In the first generations of Gullus, you could have said Lech Lecha, Me'artcha, Elartha Sher Eka, has to do with a spiritual levida. Machta Eretz make Eretz in the place that you're in. Which, parenthetically, that's why some people, when they go to a new place, whether, you know, they just, they go from home to uh, an anything, a, a gathering, what they do is, they became very grounded, and once they're there, they don't really feel like leaving because they become some people. Some people become very um, deeply connected to every place they go to throughout the day, and then it's hard to leave. And other people are very lightly connected. They don't put down roots. Some people tend to put down roots wherever they go. You know, you sit down in a chair, you're in a conversation, and and some people just basically, and other people. It's hard to leave, right. For some people, it's hard to leave home. It's hard to leave where you went. It's hard, you know, once you get there, uh, you know, once you leave, it's hard. Exactly. You, you go, you go to the, yourself to the park is the whole thing. And then once you're in the park, you don't want to leave the park because you become very deeply grounded and very deeply connected to every new place you go to. And other people don't have that issue. They're just very simple. They just go somewhere. They flip from place to place. They don't become deeply connected. And, and it's very different. This avayda of Masa Eretz Yisrael, wherever you are, ground yourself, connect yourself, and make it into Eretz Yisrael. So, you can say that at the beginning of time, 
you know, throughout history, we've been doing this. And we haven't really completely finished it. We're way further into the process of conquering the world and making it into a holy world. And we're way past the beginning of it. We're way past the beginning of just leaving behind your old familiar land. But again, what are we doing with Lech Lecha now? Can't I just go to my promised land? Because this is all talking about the land of Eretz Yisrael is the promised land. I, I would like to be in my promised land, and I, I want to just get there. I just, why do I have to do this lach lecha thing? And so the, here's a bit of the answer. That when Hashem gave us, gave the land of Israel to Avram Avinu during Bris Ben during this covenant, he gave, in actuality, um, all, he gave all ten lands to, to Avram Avinu. However, um, he, he gave in potential all ten lands, but in actuality only seven. Chiti, Prizi, Girgashi, etc. Seven nations, seven lands. The ten, this place of Eretz Israel belongs to us. It comprises ten lands. But only seven did we actually get at that point. Three left that belong to us, but we have to kind of get them in a new way. They're called Kani, Knizi, Vakadmaini. And they happen to be in those interesting spots, you know, um, uh, yeah, all the Arab places, the Arab Emirates, you know, uh, what, whatever it is, Saudi Arabia, uh, what else, uh, Iran, Iraq, those places. Which, interestingly, um, how many years, it was, was it just a year ago, Rosh Hashanah, um, when we had a different view? American administration, that all of those, a bunch of Arab nations were brought on board and a very big step forward happened in them saying, you know, let's just, let's just, instead of fighting Israel, let's just, you know, make alliances with them, which no doubt wasn't just some kind of a political thing. But if you listen to interviews, you hear them speaking in Arabic and they're saying, you know, things are different these days. And it just doesn't pay anymore to fight against them. It pays to be more moderate and 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 do some treaties with them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It, from a sociological and a political and an economic point of view, it makes more sense for them to be on the same side and work together rather than work against each other. So that was is probably a beginning of Keni, Kinesi, and Kadmaini in those places. Those places coming back to us and belonging to us the way they are supposed to be. However, it's really saved to be fully manifest in the future, in the days of Melech Mashiach. But when we got all these lands, we got it all in one package, all ten. You know, you ever on your phone, you know, you take ten photos and you upload them and it just goes, you know, ten photos that you're going to send out to your friend and it goes... You know, you see all ten photos just in a row. We were just given all ten lands in a row, but only seven are in actuality. Um, and it took time. It took time. We had to go in, conquer the land, settle it, deal with a lot of stuff. And if you want to say that about these three lands are kind of still waiting for us through a promise, and um, we understand that acquiring them really will change everything. 
because as long as ten lands belong to us, but they're not in our hands, and they seem to act, the last three lands seem to act as if they don't like us and don't want to have anything to do with us and want to work against us, God forbid, I'll say it mildly, if they act like our enemies, those last three lands and those nations in those last three lands, well then, does Eretz Yisrael really belong to us? On some level, until you have the whole thing, you don't have anything. On some level. That's kind of probably a halachic thing, a legal thing, a practical thing. Until you have the whole thing, you don't have anything. You know, you can go out on a shidduch and meet somebody and say, wow, this looks really, really good. Uh, five minutes before, you know, like three, three days before the, the chuppah, the guy can say, I don't know, you know, and oh, great. <laughs> right? You know, like, unless you're stand, until you're there standing under the chuppah, like, you know, oh, I'm going to be married to this guy. Okay, like, let's just wait till we're standing under the chuppah. Right. Right. So Hashem says in the Parsha, it's ours. But he says at the same time, he's saying, until you have the whole thing, it's sort of like you don't really have it. So there, there, you know, right. There, it's on the way. There are two levels. So our job is obviously to conquer those three lands. Now, the interesting thing, of course, is um, the seven lands belong correspond to the seven midas. You know, when you're working on being a better person and more giving and more patient and more determined and more kind and more gra- and all this other stuff, you're working on your seven midas. The three lands correspond to the three levels of intellect. Chachmabina um, das or Kesser Chachmabina. All of history, we were working on becoming better people. Fixing our midas, fixing our attributes, our emotional attributes, if you want to call them that. Changing it, upgrading it. We spent hundreds of years, thousands of years upgrading it. But then when it comes to the moments before Mashiach, then we have to upgrade the way we see reality, the way we think, the way we look at, a, look at the world and experience what we are seeing, the way we interpret what we are seeing in the world. An example is now. Sure doesn't look like a very light world. We're in Tafshin Pei Base, Teishnas Plus Bakol. Sure does look like it's getting worse every day. Tyra says, ah, what a miraculous year. Newspapers say, what a bad year. Which one's true? Newspaper. Oh, maybe Mark Zuckerberg is right. He's got such a good truck track record. I bet what he tells us is the absolute truth. I should follow everything he says. <laughs> that one just got me in trouble just by mentioning his name. Now they're going to tag me and listen to my shiurim. Okay. Amen. So even that is a sign of the times. What? They're going to tag you because you said somebody's name and now they're going to listen to everything. Yeah. So it looks like things are getting tougher. Alpitaira, things are getting better. It means that we are being invited to change the way we think. Chachma, Bina, Das. 
how do we look at reality? So even in the time of just a, a drop of a, a history, even in the time of Yeshua and the time of the base of Migdash, the time of Ezra, we only had seven lands. And we and because of that, we had six cities of refuge, three on that side of the yard and three on the other. There were seven. We had the seven lands. We're still missing the complete land. And um, what about the people? After we conquered the land of Israel, we didn't always have everybody there all at the same time living there, just like we don't now. Not every single Jew is living in the land of Israel. And even if they're living there, they're not living there. They're just hanging out, right? If they're not living, if if you have, they're not living according to Torah, so they're not living there. They're just squatting. (laughs) They're like, they're hanging out there, you know, like, hey, man, I'm chilling in the land of Israel. But they're not living in the land of Israel because living in the land of Israel means you live truth. It's a place of truth. So when you live truth with everything that 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 means socially, medically, politically, economically, etc., all etc., when you live that way, then you're living in the land of Israel. So most people are not living in the land of Israel now. In the future, we will all be there and we will all live truth there. So um So when we ask ourselves, why, to get to that, do I have to do lech lecha? Why, in order to live, and really live truth in the land of Israel, why do I have to leave behind everything familiar? Isn't it good enough the way I am now? So, here's the thing. The completion of Matan Torah, remember we said Lech Lecha prepares you to receive the Torah. Lech Lecha also prepares you to have acquire the land of Israel. Since the completion of Matan Torah will be in the future, when you will have the complete land of Israel and the complete Jewish people, you'll have it all complete, and you'll have the, re- the complete Torah, the revelation of Torah Chodesh Miti So relative to the level of Torah that we will have then, as they say in the vernacular, you ain't seen nothing yet. As it's said in Tyra language, The Tyra that we learn in this world is kind of like wispy clouds, like kind of nothing with nothing compared to, it's just like air. It's just like nothing compared to the Tyra of Mashiach. Compared to as the way Tyra will be in Yemais Mashiach. And so, basically, we are right at the beginning. It's like Avram Avinu. Okay, Hashem says, I want you to start journeying. So, we are now, begin the journey. You know, you ever go to, <laughs> you ever go to those exercise places where they say, begin the exercise, blah, blah, blah. And then they give you three minutes and they say, stop. And then you go to the next one. Begin the exercise. So Hashem says, begin the journey, Avram Avinu. We are now at the beginning of the journey. What do you mean? Wait, this happened 4,000 years ago. 
How are we at the beginning of the journey? Because the journey of coming to full land of Israel, where it's the real thing with real people doing it the real way, with real Tyra, in the real, you know, everything works the real way. We are just at the beginning of that journey. You could say maybe we're at, we're, we seem to be at the end of some kind of a journey. You know, you feel in the world, like, you know, why do you read on those, you know, as you're standing in line at ShopRite, you know, they probably have those newspapers that say the end of the world is on the way. Why do they feel end? End of Gullus. The end of the old journey. The old journey could only take you so far. The old journey obviously could get you to where we are now. An Eretz Yisrael in which half the people aren't doing What's Eretz Yisrael? Eretz, a land, a share, um, where Ratsa, uh, Eretz Yisrael, the land that wants, right, in which you're doing the Ratan of Hashem. If you just go up to the average person in Tel Aviv and say, how do you feel about doing the Ratan of Hashem? They're like, <laughs> they're like, they're laughing your face. So it's not, it's, it's, so we've come to the end of that journey where it's okay to live in Eretz Yisrael and you really have no interest in the Rasan of Hashem. And it's, we've come to the end of the journey where every student in America says what they say about the Jews, the Jews' right to Eretz Yisrael. We don't want to repeat the words, but as somebody said, and uh, maybe it was Fox News, if all the universities are basically funded by communist China and they are filling them with communist Chinese philosophy and a Malik philosophy, what do you want the students in university to think? So they think part of the a Malik, uh, what's it called, false narrative, which is, and if Israel belongs to uh, the guys with the towels on their heads. <laughs> <laughs> right? So we've, we're coming to the end of that journey. That's why it feels so end of the line. Beginning of the line is, ah, so if you're beginning the journey to the real Israel with the real truth, with the real people, with the real Jews, with the real, with the real, real, in the real, then now we start Lech Lecha. And that begins the journey. That means that the preparation of Lech Lecha is Nagea not only to Matan Taira, which is every day and every year, etc., and will be fully in the future, but also to the land. Um, so, one more point here. Mm. Okay. Maybe two more points. The connection of acquiring the ten, ten lands. So we understand. What are we here to do? Acquire all ten lands. How do you do it? Um, well, let's see. One thing is, wherever you go, right, be ready to jump into the fire. <laughs> be ready to jump into the fire. We have to stand up in a way that people will exercise. Yeah. Don't submit. Uh, Bill J.P. Sears says, don't submit. Stand up for truth. The connection of the ten lands with Mat and Tyra, we will understand by asking ourselves the following question. Lech lecha me'artacha. How come when Hashem said lech lecha, the first thing he said is, leave behind a physical land? You see that it's connected with, right, 
and acquired the Tyra. It's the beginning of the Avaida of preparing for Matan Tyra. Because what's Matan Tyra? Before that, you had spiritual and you had physical, and the two didn't meet, as we all know. It's called Elyon and Tachton, upper and lower, did not meet. And the Chiddush of Matan Tyra is there's this barrier between them. Spiritual and physical begin to meet. And not only they begin to meet, they have to meet. They have to merge. They have to become one piece. This physical low world has to be a place that is fully holy. When did it start? When did this barrier start to be pulled out? That barrier that was well in place. Spiritual stays up there. Physical stays down here. Nobody touch it. It's perfect. That worked for, what we say, 2,023 years. I think we did the math yesterday. Avram Avinu was born in 19, the year 1948, since the beginning of time, and then at age 75, he was told Lech Lecha. So you do the math, and we think we came out to the year 2023. We got two years. Matan Tara was um, 2448. So it took a couple of thousand years, or a couple, oh no, a couple of hundred years after that. Right. So, the whole process of Avram Avinu, of everything that will be in the future, started with this barrier being pulled out between spiritual and physical. And that began with the command to Avram Avinu, Lech lecha me'artacha mima'aladacha mi'beisavicha ela'artashara'eka. And especially through the mitzvah of Mila. How old was Avram Avinu? So, by the way, what did Avram Avinu do for 75 years? Amazing things. When, when do we start to hear about him, really? When does the whole Levite start? When he's 75 years old. So if any of you are less than 75, you're still a little baby. <laughs> right? <laughs> still little babies. As I saw in a, some kind of an exercise video, the man said, I have Becky here, and she's going to demonstrate she's 92 years old. So I don't want to hear any of you complaining that you can't do this exercise, because she can do it, you can do it. So Avram Avinu started when he was 75. He did his invited before that. What did he do? He recognized Hashem. He was the only one. He stood up against everybody, recognized Hashem. He was ready, he was ready to go into the fire. When he was three, and he was ready to jump into the fire. No, he was three when he recognized Hashem. He did for the first 75 years what we would wish to do in five lifetimes. If he had ended at age 74, he would have been known as great, 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 great. But after doing all this amazing stuff, then, and he was a giant. He was literally a giant. Um, And he transformed the place he lived in. Charan, Charan Afshel Makam. He was in, in Charan. It was a very, it was a very not moral place in any way. And he made it into Artucha, Moladucha. It, it was, you know, he made it into a place that, a totally different place. And he fought his father with the idols and the, you know, the idol sore and all that stuff. He, he kind of, you know, he was the first conspiracy theorist, you know, said, this is all nonsense, etc. And so, and yet, his Avaida begins after those 75 years as if that's almost nothing. That was just prep 
the Veda begins with Lech Lecha. Um, through this that Avram Avinu fulfilled the command, Lech Lecha Mi'artacha Mi'malazcha Mi'besa Vish'alaratashar Eka, that he went, what did he do? He left behind all the limitations. He left behind the whole approach to life that he was used to. That's not a simple thing. How do you feel about leaving behind the entire approach to life that you're used to? A good example would be, um, uh, I often tell the story, let's see how to modify it. You know, a much older person goes on a trip and they provide their family with a whole list of all the phone numbers where they can be contacted if there's any need for family members to contact them. They'll be in this city and this town and this tonight and, the, and a whole list of phone numbers. Now, why do you need that? Why don't you just take a cell phone with you and you don't have to give a whole list of phone numbers where you're going to be. But it's not simple if you're whatever age to get used to the idea that you could just carry a cell phone and nobody, you don't need to provide a whole list of phone numbers. Right? Plus, plus, plus. Um, another example is um, the older generation is used to the idea that if you want to get somewhere in life, you start at the bottom and you work your way up over years and years and years and decades till you get to a, you know, a much better place. Uh, they're not used to the frequency of if I want to get somewhere, I just create a company today, make myself the CEO, make a website that says they don't call me America's foremost personal trainer for nothing, and I'm the CEO of um, trainyourselftomove.com, and first day, I'm already at the top. It's a totally different concept, right? I didn't wake my way up from the bottom. I just started at the top and just, you know, made the bullseye, <laughs> put this through the dart and then made the bullseye around it, you know, made the darts. So these are ways that let go of all the ways you're used to thinking, my mother said, you have to start at the bottom and work your way up for decades. That was then. So it's, so, so this idea that he was ready to go away from all his limitations, Medidas Hagbalas Regilus, including the way he acted in the world. And even, he was even willing to let go of his limitations of holiness. What, so what happened? There was a there was a limitation over in the world as well. There was a barrier, as we said, between spiritual and, and physical. When he was ready to let go of any of his barriers, you know, let it all hang out. Let let let's 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 allow in new energy. Then the barrier in the spiritual world between spiritual and physical was taken out. Be, in other words, Hashem paralleled him. You're going to do it in microcosm, and it's a really powerful idea. You do it in the micro, Hashem will do it in the macro. In the, you, do it in the, you do it in your little world, and Hashem will do it in the bigger world. And in order to believe that, you have to believe that you have an ability to affect the world with your one mitzvah in a way that we always believed only tzaddikim could do that. That's also going away from your, your regular way of thinking. And where does it get you when you do that? Ela Artashara Eka. It's the land that I will take you. Era Egla Oifcha Ba'atmacha. 
Hashem said, I will take you to your very essence, from my essence to your essence. So the Chiddush of Lech Lecha, um, that Avram Avinu was not satisfied with what he did for those 75 years, because he could have said, just think of it. Imagine, you're 75, and Hashem says, okay, leave it all behind, try something new. Um, I think, I mean, I'm not 75 years old, but I think, in general, a lot of 75-year-olds tend to say, you know, I don't, like, do me a favor. I, 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 I earned my, give me a chair, you know, put me, put me on the beach somewhere, I'll look at the waves. Um, and, and, and they'll give me new things, but not at age 75. You know, you say, I'll, I'll teach you how to use your phone. Use, you know, this app on your phone. There's a Tumra type of app. Map, I'm not interested in your app. Just like leave me alone, right? I'm 75 years old. I'm not learning how to use an app. But if you use the app, you can hold you can hold the phone in front of the app, and it will type out, it will print out on your phone what they're saying, and you can read it if you can't hear them because you're 75. I'm not learning new things. I'm 75 years old. I did enough new things in my life. Leave me alone. And Avram Avinu, being Jewish, could have said the same thing. <laughs> and he didn't. He said, sure. Okay? Makes you want, oh, no wonder his father wasn't Jewish. <laughs> 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 he didn't, you know why? The joke. He didn't hear, He didn't grow up with Jewish parents expecting all the time, like, oh, give up, right? <laughs> he had a <laughs> He, he didn't grow up in a jappy environment, so he he didn't he didn't realize you're supposed to you're supposed to complain and say oh I give up I can't so he didn't grow up in a jappy environment so he thought it's okay to say yes so okay poor joke but uh, don't tell it to Mark Zuckerberg so <laughs> and it wasn't his nature what to say to say no I no 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 I won't he said yes I will All right. Okay. Since then, it's, you know. <laughs> so, um, and he left everything behind. What happened when he said, yes, I will leave everything behind. All the familiar, it's gone. Moving on to something brand new. I don't know what. I don't know where. Just, just, just. He was the perfect shliach, right. So what happened when he did it at that moment? Then was Nishadish became born. The Avaida of progress, or progress if you're from the Commonwealth countries. True progress. Halicha amitis. Meaning, true progress is you completely leave behind everything that is familiar with you. Every idea, every mindset, every way, every approach, completely, and you start something brand new, fresh, born at that moment. And he did it in 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 um in you know both both directions you know he and he went throughout Eretz Israel etc. So um um and since by him with him he 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 did a he did a progress Shalom completely. You know, leaving you know completely brand new. Then he achieved the beer, um 
he 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 brought into the world um into something much higher er er eka egla oiska baatmakha he brought into the world the ability to actually experience Hashem in his very essence. So we're just going to end off with this, and I can't promise I'm really giving an answer. How come two for one? Entering the land of Israel, acquiring the land of Israel for us, happens through, you can't do it unless you do Lech Lecha. Okay? Leave it that way. Acquiring the Tyra, you can't do it unless you do Lech Lecha. Okay. How come? Both things with one tool? You know, you ever see those tools online like, hey, you could use this, you could use this to saw your house in half, no, to saw wood and you can also use it as a spoon for yogurt. Like, well, that's pretty good. You know, right? You ever see those things? Hey, patriots, just buy our thing. It's only thirty nine ninety nine. It's a compass, it's a flashlight, it can, you can fix your car, you can also use it as a spoon for yogurt. You can use it as a yogurt maker and, um, it, you know, it, etc. You can, uh, tell you how many steps you walked and like, you know, slice your bread, uh, you can use it to create sourdough bread and all this other stuff. And put it in your pocket and it's only thirty nine ninety nine and, you know, it's available on Amazon. So, one thing, and you can use it for so many things, one tool, lechlecha, and you can use it for two different things. You use it to get into, to acquire the land of Israel and to acquire Tyra. So, I'm just gonna, before I, give what I hope is the answer um, and read here what I hope is the answer. Why would I want to have the land of Israel? To the extent that I'm going to use this cryptic tool. I mean, personally, if you ask me, I don't love giving up all my old ways of thinking. (laughs) You know, somebody once said many years ago, she said, I worked very hard to build up all my defense mechanisms. Don't tell me to give them up. You know how in the in the 60s and the 70s people said, give up all your defense mechanisms and just be an open heart. And and everybody's like, yeah, oh, absolutely. I just want to open my heart and no more defense mechanisms. And then Paulson said, I worked very hard to build them up. I'm not giving them up so easily. <laughs> and people didn't know what to do. It was so, like, not counterculture. It was just, like, so faux pas. So, like, I, I personally worked very hard to build up all my false beliefs. You know, all my limiting beliefs, like, they are who I am. Like, what do you mean give them all up? And, you know, give up your birthplace, your father's house, your 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 land, all the stuff that makes me who I am and, you know, makes us as dysfunctional as we are, like, really, you want me to give that up? So, right? Yeah, for sure, because then you'll acquire Tyra. Oh, okay. And also, you'll acquire the land of Israel. Oh, okay. Why do I want to acquire the land of Israel? Well, I need to belong somewhere, don't I? And if and if 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 our very beinghood is that we aren't who we are unless we're deeply rooted and grounded in the place that is ours. Otherwise, you know, you have to eat a lot of cookies every day because you're feeling so ungrounded. You ever see it? Just you know, watch people as they walk past the bakeries like, oh, oh, oh. and you know they're not, they're not grounded. 
You know, otherwise they wouldn't have to eat all those cookies. So, you know, so our connection with Eretz Yisrael is so who we really are. And we're so not in sync with who we really are until we have the real, final, full Eretz Yisrael and we're there and it's us and we're it. That piece of land is you and you are that piece of land. We're physical people on purpose. We're holy souls. We're pieces of God brought into a physical body, not just a physical body, but a physical body that feel that belongs in a physical land. So Eretzistral, meaning a piece of real estate, which is part of the world, but a holy piece of real estate, there's only, that's such a weird concept, a piece of earth, a piece of real estate, but it's a holy piece of real estate. Is there any other concept like that? Is there any other entity in the world that's like that? Because it's so weird. It's two opposite extremes. You just speak to a non-Jew, at least in decades past, they just couldn't relate to it. You mean a holy. So the only parallel to that is, you ready? You. You're like that too. Physical person, but a holy physical person. So the only person who fits in this holy piece of real estate, this holy land, which is a, an oxymoron, a contradiction, is a holy person, a holy Jew. So you are the land of Israel, and the land of Israel is you. That's why our name is it's Eretz Yisrael, the land of Yisrael. The Jewish people are called B'nai Yisrael. We are the land, the land is us. It's just probably, plus other things, us in this world and even more grounded and and more manifesting how the whole core of everything is 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 centered around it was all created everything in all of history and everything that's going on at this moment all the stuff with little billy gates and little georgie soros well how do i guess a little might what's his name marky what's his last name mark uh, Zuckerberg and little, what are the, who are the other big players in the thing? And little, what's his name? Barack Obama, Baracki, Barry Obama, whatever his name is, and all those, you know, cute little kids. Um, they all are here for one thing, to give, the, bring the world to completion. They just don't think that. Like, they, they have to think they have another plan. But, won't they be surprised when they find out that really what they were sent with all their machinations and all their silly billy plans was to make sure that wholeness and truth comes to the world forever through the Jewish people settling fully, owning fully, without any question, the land of Israel. And who's a player in this whole thing? The communist China, Chinese, who are funding all the university programs and telling all the Jewish students to think that the land of Israel, Chas Shalom, doesn't belong, belong to us. Really, why Hashem puts that thought in their head is to get the world to the recognition that Eretz Yisrael belongs to the Jewish people. How? 
I don't know. I haven't figured out the computer program yet, but we know Hashem knows what he's doing. So, in order to do that, it has to come through Tyra. It's one piece. Tyra, Jew, Eretz Yisrael, Hashem. Boom. A package. You know, could I just get, you know, could I, like, could you divide it up and, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll order, like, you'll order sushi and, or you'll order a bowl of soup and say, can, can, can you give us an extra bowl? And they say, no, we don't, we don't divide up, you know, buying yourself a separate soup, right? You say, well, the soup is 350 Could you just give us an empty bowl? And they realize what you want. You want to share the soup. You know, like, I'll have half and they'll have half of the soup. No, we don't, we don't divide this up. Jew, Eritrean, God, Truth, um, and what? Tyra. One piece. We don't divide it up. We're done. We're done. You know how they say, done. We're done with dividing these pieces up. We belong as a unit. And that's the whole thing that's happening in the world today. The world is pushing us to say, we're done with trying to divide these things up. I am it. I am the land of Israel. The land of Israel is me. I am Tyra. Tyra is me. Tyra is the land of Israel. The land of Israel is Tyra. Hashem is Tyra. Tyra is Hashem, etc. One piece. There's no. There's. There's no. There's no divvying it up anymore. Don't order an extra empty bowl and you'll try to divide it up. There's one piece. That's it. In order to create that one piece, and the whole world fights for that one. That one piece. That one truth. Not fights against it. Fights for it. We need to do Lech Lecha. We need to be ready to leave behind all the familiar stuff that we picked up from the very guys who are now giving us a hard time. Uh, I was born in Canada. And, and, and Justin Trudeau, right? He's not making life easy. But really, why is Hashem sending him to do what he's doing now? To bring Hashem Echad Ushmayochad. I come from his place, right? To bring Hashem Echad Ushmayochad, Tyra Jew, one truth, uh, Hashem, he, to bring it, to bring it into fruition somehow, backwards. So, to end it off, here's how the Rebbe says it. Now we understand the connection of the union of Elian and Takta and at Mat and Tyra, Lech Lecha, and, 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 and as it came out in Bris Mila, with what comes after that. Lech Lecha, Ela Arzashera Eka. So we said in the first audio, there are two pieces of this, two pieces in this process. One, lech lecha, leave behind all the familiar. Two, go to the land. One is where you, where you were, give it up. And where is where you're going to, embrace it. So, so, um, so, um, uh, sorry, right, one piece is, where did we come from, and you have to leave it all behind, and where are we going, and that one you embrace, and the Abishur Hashem promised us, um, and he gave us Eretz Yisrael to our father, and his children, that's us, for how long? Adailam, forever. And in the bris bein abisarim, this covenant in which the promise was given to our father, Hashem said, To your seed, Avram Avinu, that's us, we're his seed, I'm giving this land. For how long? Forever. 
It's all one piece. And if the world comes along as they have to dispute that truth and that promise, we need to stand up for the truth. Do not submit. So, the giving of Eretz Yisrael to Avram Avinu is so that Avram Avinu and his seed after him, meaning us, should take the physical world, the physical land over there in the Middle East, and it's a, it was a grungy, depraved, immoral place, and make it into Eretz Yisrael. Make it into to a dear lady's park with the thing. A place for Hashem. Take a really disgusting, horrible place and make it into a pure, holy place. That's why it was given to him. He was the only one who could do it. So, because he himself is emerging of pure, 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 living in a kind of, you know, an, a, a grungy world with a, a physical, physical needs. Let's just say that in Avram Avinu's time, excuse me for saying, they also had outdoor plumbing, you know, indoor plumbing, like, did they have outdoor plumbing, indoor plumbing? It's part of the physical world. It's like, you know, it's part of the physical world. He wasn't um, a malach. It's not like Mahabdo, what's his name, the other guy in this time, Paro. He said, uh, I don't have any uh, reason for... There are no physical needs. He, you know, that's not who we are brought into the world to be. At all. At all. In fact, Jewish people talk about their digestive system probably more than anybody else. <laughs> right? And Jewish people are probably obsessed with their, their digestive habits and very honest about them. Very like, oi vey, I tell you, I was, you know, they, they're the ones who go, look, they're, they're unembarrassed about Going to, do you have any prune juice in this star? Right? Prune juice? <laughs> For digestive difficulties. You know, do you have any prune juice? Wow, when are you getting the prune juice in? Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to get it right. So Jewish people are very proud. You know, they're very, un- they're very comfortable with it. They're very real, right? The other people like, uh, hide it in their coat like, uh, oh, could you get me a jar of that thing? Juice. <laughs> that juice over there. Which one? The, the you know the Jews over there could you just, just put one quietly in the cart and the Jews you have any strangers over here <laughs> right because we're very comfortable about the fact that we are physical people with physical needs and physical functions in a physical world we're not ashamed we actually embrace it we love it you know <laughs> so I'm going to invest in stocks for everyone will understand right right everybody so so we were given, we were made very physical with all these physical challenges so that we could know what it means physical world and transform this physical world into a holy physical world. And the Avaida of conquering, um, of the Yidden conquering Eretz Yisrael is expressed in when does it come to its apex and how? Through Matan Taira. Because Matan Taira gives you the ability to go in down into this physical world where you're on the you know, do you have any problems? We're in this physical world and transform it to a holy physical world. No, I don't want that prune juice. You have one with an OU? That one doesn't have any hexer. I need prune juice with an OU. <laughs> right? 
probably everybody on this call is too young to know what prune juice is all about. So, um, so the point is that the concrete, we are the ones who go into this world and through, Tyra makes it that all the deepest, highest spirituality comes down into this world and we are given the tools to dig into this physical world and somehow make it holy. And everybody else, everybody else in the world is standing on the sidelines and like, what are they doing? I remember working in a computer store many years ago, and there was a man, there was a young man working there, and he said, I have a policy. Um, he said, I believe we shouldn't mix um, religion with work. I said, oh, that's so fascinating. That's what Judaism is all about. We mix, we mix, we mix Torah with everything, right? In other words, specifically. So what he was saying is, I like to keep the two things separate. And I said, oh, no, we like to mix the two things together. So that's why, like, the, I think, you know, that's why the idea of, does this food have a hexagon? Food? Like, food is, like, such a grub thing. What do you mean, a holy insignia? It's a weird concept for the world. That We are the ones who feel comfortable with that Advaita, and we're good at that Advaita, and Tyra makes it possible for us to do that Advaita. Take the lowest physical stuff and elevate it to holiness. Um, and therefore, we make a place for Hashem. And therefore, the fullness of doing mitzvahs that were given at Matan Tyra is dafka in the land of Israel. The, the real, real, real Judaism is not sitting at the top of the mountain in the lotus position and, and meditating. It's proudly asking them in the store, if not, do you have a kosher? Um, well, those pretzels are, you know, or whatever it is. Like, yeah, uh, you know, peanut butter. Do you have kosher peanut butter? Like the crunchy one, not the creamy one. Just kosher peanut butter. That is dafka, the fullness, the most holy thing you can do. Somehow it's better than sitting at the top of the mountain and meditating. So, and that's what Yiddishkeit is all about. And to end off, and therefore it's understood that the giving of Eretz Yisrael in this parsha to to us, Lizarach Elohim, in this parsha, his his children, Avram Avinu's children, who's that us, are given this land forever. That in this parsha, that gives us the kayach for the full doing of mitzvahs, physical mitzvahs in Shmat and Tyra, so that those mitzvahs should achieve what should do the job which is purifying the physical world. So, Dafka through, we had to leave everything behind so we could receive the Tyra, and once we got the Tyra, the Tyra gave us the tools to purify the physical world. And where do you purify the physical world the fullest? In the, the land of Israel. And that is the connection between Lech Lecha La'aretz Eka, leave behind everything, go to Tyra, and go to the land of Israel, and the fullness of this expressed with Prismila, that is how it's connected with Avram Avinu being told, take your feet and walk throughout Eretz Yisrael. I'm giving it to you, but walk over the whole thing. That is one piece. The being, we're being infused, and he was infused with the Kayach, and he began the union of spiritual and physical that happened in Mount And how did he do it? By being told go to the land, 
put your shoes on or take your shoes off. Walk, 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 walk. Keep on walking. Walk over the whole thing. Walk. Put your feet on this land. And this will be the whole beginning of this deeply spiritual, deep, unbelievable process that brings all of creation and all of history to its to its apex. And that's why, just like Brismila, you have the fullness of Dir B'Takhtanim. You have Brismila is such a huge mitzvah because it's the holiest thing that you have, which is a covenant with God. You are mine and I am yours. That's about as good as you can get. And where is it? In, engraved in the physical, physical flesh. For the rest of the world, that's an oxymoron. As I said, like, what? That's a, it's an example of what Yiddishkeit is all about. The same thing, Eretz Yisrael, expresses the fullness of the fact of Dir B'Tachtanim, the fullness of revealing that Hashem is in my piece of the world. And therefore, I'll end off with this. So when this summer the police came to my house and they said, you got drug dealers living behind you in Monticello. And they said, we sure are. They really did. They came in my house and they said, wow, it sure looks different from what it used to look like amongst them. And, and they said, we sure are glad that you are you moved here. Now, why are they glad that we moved here? You're going to do the job. You're going to do the job. You know, you're going to transform the place and make it into a, you know, somehow that's what they felt. You're going to transform the place. You have the kayak, you have the ability, and um, that's us. We're here in this very strange world. And, and there's nobody here but us chickens who can do it, but we're being empowered by our father, Avram Avinu, to conquer the whole world and make the whole world into a holy, holy place, the ultimate holy place where the entire world will recognize Hashem may it be immediately now.